we'll, yeah, we'll just see how y'all pull and see what direction it all goes. But, uh, um, and, you know, we've been having demonstrations of the Holy Ghost at Word of Life Church and running, and we were throwing money this morning, and, and uh, I don't know what else we were doing, but those are demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. Those are things that what we're doing is we're acting, we're, re, we're reacting, and we're acting in the supernatural realm. You know, we're putting aside uh, logic and reason and, and uh, putting aside uh, what people would think and, and you know, pride and, and how, how we feel. We're not acting on how we feel. We're, we're acting, you know, just by unction. And you say, well, I don't ever, I don't know, I don't have an unction to run. Well, it, it just, if you've had the thought, I could run, uh, I ought to run or I wonder if I should run, that's God talking to you. That is your unction right there. It's not going to get bigger than that, folks. It's not, God's not going to throw you out in the aisle because that wouldn't be faith, would it? No, he won't. God's always a faith God, and he wants you to react in faith. And, um, you know, I kind of got over in there. Boy, there was a little spot up here this morning. There was a, I don't know, I stepped up here, and there was just, uh, there was an anointing. There was something powerful up here. Hallelujah. And got over there and danced a little bit. And, and I know a lot of you run, and y'all were running too fast for me. I have to wait till everybody's running slow. I like how Mr. Mack runs. I jumped in behind him the other night, and me and him run the same speed. Hallelujah. Brother Hagen ran that same speed, too, I can tell you. If y'all ever saw Brother Hagen run, it was, you could hardly, you know, you couldn't call it a run except your, something's, your, your limbs are moving, and so something's turning, you know, and uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But I heard Mark Hankins say, and this just this got a hold of me, and I want you to have it, so I'm going to tell it. Uh, but I heard Mark Hankins say that he was in a service one time, people were running and jumping, and the Lord spoke to him, and he said, you know that hole in the roof that those men tore and dropped that man down in, and he got healed? Y'all know the hole in the roof that I'm talking about? where they tore the roof off the house and dropped the man down in front of Jesus when they couldn't get in the house. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, in the Gospels. Y'all need, if you don't know that, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you'll find it. Hallelujah. And you need, if you don't know that, you hadn't been reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Anyway, so um, he said that the Lord spoke to him and said, those men tore a hole in the Spirit, and people are still running and jumping through it and getting their miracle. And so, when, you know, anytime you respond to the Holy Ghost, you need to expect things to be different. And I know one thing that's different. You know, sometimes it's like, well, I don't know if that did anything. Well, one thing for sure it did is it broke an old crust off of you. I hate it when I get stiff. And, you know, all of us, there's times, you know, that I have gotten, you know, I've run before and then I've gotten stiff again where it was hard to get out there. Uh, and, you know, we're not just talking about running. It could be, but, it, it, but you know, it's faith is an action. Faith is an action. And so, you know, it, maybe it's not running, but it's something. It's moving something. Yes. Hallelujah. If faith is an action. Yes. Hallelujah. If you're going to get anything from God and you're believing for anything from God, you're going to have to act on your faith. Hallelujah. And you're going to have to jump and run. And there's just nothing like getting in the flow of the Holy Ghost. There's nothing like getting in the corporate anointing. So I wanted you to have that. And the next thing I wanted you to have tonight, and I was really, I'm going to teach on intercession, but there's a couple of things here I want you to have that the Lord's ministered to me. The other thing I wanted you to have is in Mark 11:23. Pastor preached there this morning. Hallelujah. But, you know, God just started ministering to me on this. Hallelujah. You know, we can just read and read and read and 
and uh, think we're doing everything God said to do and not be doing everything God said to do. How many of you know we can get in a rut? Hallelujah. So in my believing and my faith walk and the things I'm believing for and the things I'm speaking, and one of the things I'm speaking, and I, hallelujah, I believed I received, and I'm actually just rejoicing, but I'm thanking God for my paid-for house. I believed I received when I prayed, and I didn't start on this project yesterday. I started on this project several years ago, sowing my field, sowing my field, hallelujah, for a paid-for house, hallelujah, and now I'm telling God, you're no respecter of person. I told him the other day, I said, now God, uh, you know, I said, my, my parents, both of my parents, I got two sets, you know, and Michael's got one. And uh, uh, all three of them wouldn't know God if they walked down the street with a red hat on. I mean, I'm not being ugly. I'm really not. I love my parents. But, I mean, they're just not tuned in is what I'm saying. And they all three got a paid-for house. Now, I'm telling God this. I'm saying, and you're no respecter of persons now, God. You know, you can get things from God just going to him pleading your case and telling him, you know. So anyway, I've believed I received, and I'm thanking him for it. And, you know, and I've, I've approached him a lot of different ways and said a lot of different things. And uh, uh, I've done a lot of, you know, I've rejoiced, and I've, I've, I've praised God for it. Hallelujah. You know, and I've just, you know, and I'm, I'm in faith. I'm, hallelujah, it's done. I'm just happy about it as I can be, not even, not even thinking about <coughs> mortgage the mortgage or anything but the lord not too long ago about a month or two ago called my attention to something and he you know he just called my attention to mark eleven twenty three. for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith therefore i say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them and so i've prayed i believed i've received and i'm practicing this last part of mark eleven twenty three, where it says but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass so I'm saying I have a paid for house that's what I've been doing and so I'm fulfilling this scripture and I thought I was doing it all man I am doing it and the Holy Ghost brought my attention one day and he said well but you're not speaking to the mountain he said you're confessing you have a paid for house but you've never spoke to that mortgage and told it to be cast into the sea he said, you've never, you hadn't been speaking to the mountain and telling it to be dissolved, to go away, to move, to be removed from your life. I've been saying I had a paid-for house, which that's the last part of the verse, but I hadn't been doing the first part. Now, I don't know if any of you forgot to speak to the mortgage. Hallelujah. And you were just saying, I have a paid-for house. Thank you, Lord, for my paid-for house. I thank you, Lord. I believed I received when I prayed. Therefore, I have. And I say I have it, so therefore I have it. Lord God, it's mine. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just rejoicing over it, doing all of that. But are you speaking to the mortgage? And the same thing could be applied to healing. I'm healed. Praise God, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord, I'm healed. Yeah, but are you speaking to that thing? Are you speaking to that pain and commanding it to go in Jesus' name? The pain is the mountain. Are you speaking to that blockage or, or whatever it is? That, you know, that muscle, that... Are you speaking to anything that can be removed? The, the growth, the, 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 the pain, the ache, the, the, the pressure, the whatever. Are you speaking to the mountain? That's what the Holy Ghost wants me to remind you of tonight is don't just, don't just, conf, don't do all of Mark 11, 23 and 24. Don't just do part of it. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm expecting big results because I started speaking. Hallelujah. And God, you know, when we're believing for something like this or anything, but like if you're believing for a paid for us, I'm sure there's a lot of people in here doing that very thing. Uh, be led. We can be led by the Spirit. We can be led by the Spirit. You know, um, we can speak to people's finances who are supposed to be a, be a channel to us. And we may not know who they are and probably don't know who they are. I don't think we should put God in a box. But we can begin to pray by the Holy Ghost, Father, those people that you have commanded to give to me, because he's commanded. When you believed you received, he's not going to counterfeit money. He's not going to rain it down from heaven. He's speaking to some man somewhere to give you money. And it not, it's not always necessarily through a gift. Sometimes it's through a better job. Sometimes it's through a raise. Sometimes it's through a, you know. But he's going to get something to you. Sometimes it's an opportunity that comes through men. A man, you know, uh, but he's going to speak to somebody. And, you know, we can be praying for that person, Father, those persons that you have spoke to. Father, I thank you that they're blessed and their finances are free. And Satan, I bind you from the finances of the people that God has spoken to on my behalf. Brother Hagin said the Lord told him to pray for finances this way, to believe he received when he prayed. To command the angels to go and cause it to come, whatever. If he had believed for $1,000, then he commanded the angels to go and cause $1,000 to come. And then to, to bind the devil from his money, from his $1,000 that he had believed for. That was when he, when he, I think it's in that book, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. That's it? Okay. He gave those three things. Believe you receive when you pray. Amen. And, of course, we know it has to line up with the will of God. Amen. And then to, to command the angels to go. we got to have our angels working for us. And then to, to, to bind the devil from hindering your finances in any way. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Hallelujah. You've got to be led by the Spirit in your prayer time. That's why you've got to have a time when you get before the Lord. You pray in the Holy Ghost. And you're looking for the way to pray. You're looking for what to say. You're looking for what to, to speak, to speak forth. Because it, it's when, when we're walking by faith and we're walking by the Spirit, it's not just one thing that's going to put you over. That's why we're always jumping into the flow of the Holy Ghost. Because it's not just one act that's going to put you over. It's not just running this room one time that's going to put you over. But when you run the room, you get free so you can obey God every time. Hallelujah. Instead of being stiff. I don't like being stiff. I, I mean, I don't like the devil dictating to me whether I can run or not. And here's the fact is, is if I don't have enough authority over my flesh to make myself run, if my spirit says, I wish I could run, but I just can't make myself do it, did you know I'm not going to have any luck speaking luck? Excuse me. Father, forgive me. <laughs> you know those things slip out sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to have success. I'm not going to have any success speaking to mountains. If I can't make a mountain obey me, if I can't make myself obey me, you know, I've got to be able to make me obey me. When I say, when the Holy Ghost says it's time to run, I've got to be able to. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Jump and run. Hallelujah. We're not just trying to be a running church. We're trying to be an obedient church. And we're trying to just flow with the Holy Ghost. That's all we're endeavoring to do. And we're not trying to cook it up. We're letting Him initiate it. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, glory to God. Hallelujah. And did you notice here in uh, Mark eleven twenty three? it says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever... Hallelujah. Whosoever. God didn't put any limitations on who could make this stuff work. He said, whosoever. Whosoever shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever. God's not putting limitations. He's letting whosoever believe for whatsoever. And nothing shall be impossible to him that believes. Do we, nothing shall be impossible to him that believes. Not, only impo, the only thing that makes anything impossible is that we're not believing. Hallelujah. And the fact is you can't believe out beyond the word of God. I mean, you can't believe that you're a rocket ship because that would be, you know, I believe I'm a rocket ship. Well, no, because that's out beyond the word of God. Hallelujah. That's beyond what God has said, Right? I really believe I'm a dog. No. Hallelujah. I believe so. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, you're not. We're not dogs. Hallelujah. You can't do that. You know, you can't believe beyond the Word of God. Even people that say, I believe I'm a girl when they're a boy. They can't do that. It's already been said. It's already been established. It's already in concrete. They can do anything. They, they can bark if they want to, but they're not a dog. Hallelujah. We can't believe for things that are beyond the Word of God. But if anything that's not limited by the Word of God, there's no impossibility to it. Hallelujah. For all things are possible to those that believe. So we're only limited by what we can believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's, I tell you, there's something about being not, not rigid and being flexible in the Holy Ghost that makes you able to believe more. Hallelujah. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden you get out, you're in a realm. You get in a realm. You get in a realm where where it's like this doesn't seem impossible anymore. This seems easy. You know, things seem easy to me now. Um, We were watching this thing on, money seems little to me now. A million dollars don't seem like too much to me now. It just don't seem like very much. And we were watching this show on the Travel Channel, I think, earlier this afternoon, just kind of trying to come down from this morning, rest a minute right after lunch. And, uh, oh, we hurt ourselves at lunch. We had those fried pies, and it was bad, I'm telling you. Michael accused Pastor West of trying to kill us and stuff. <laughs> Bless us knowing. No, we were just kidding. But anyway, um, 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 anyway, we was watching this show about this luxury yacht and this, the owner of this really $70 million luxury yacht, he will rent it out for a two-week vacation for a million dollars. You can have a two-week vacation on it for a million dollars. And I'm going, you know, to me it's like, that don't sound like much. I thought, well, that sounds, that sounds reasonable. Gosh, you got 26 people on there waiting on you hand and foot, you know, the whole time. Hallelujah. I'm not planning on going. Hallelujah. But it just doesn't sound big to me. Even if that sounds so big to you, you need to get in that other realm. Because it's not very much to God. A million is just like nothing to God. That's just change up in heaven. I'm telling you, that's change up in heaven. It's not even very much in the earth anymore. You know, there's so many. It doesn't take much to be a millionaire anymore. 
Not like, you know, even I know when I was a little girl, a millionaire. But that's not, that's not much anymore. And the more you get over in the things of the Spirit, the less that'll be. Hallelujah. God needs that much tomorrow in Tuscaloosa. Come on. And it's not impossible. Y'all are looking at me like, yeah, it is. Yes, it's, it's impossible. This could not happen. Hallelujah. Well, you need to get open because he, he wants you to be the flow through for some of it. I mean, some, some of you, if you just get open, a million dollars would just suck right through you. And you'd go, wait, 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 wait. It would already be, you know, God would have it through you and to the ministry of the gospel. And you'd be like, I, I, I didn't even get to touch you. Come on, you know, come on back here. You know, Alan, you'd be like, what happened there? It was so supernatural. Amen. But you know, it's not, here's the thing. It's not up to God. It's not up to God. It's not up to God. It's up to us. Hallelujah. He hasn't said, he's not said, now my will is for you to live in this kind of house. And I really will, I'm willing these people to live in this kind of house. I'm willing these people to live in this kind of house. And I'm really willing that you would live in a camper trailer. You know, and I'm willing that these, I'm willing that this person be homeless. No, he's not willing that. It's all up to us. How big can you think? How big can you believe? And you can get yourself thinking bigger if you want to. Amen. And you get in there, you start. One thing that helps you think bigger is start sowing your field for it. Hallelujah. And you might just think a little bit bigger. And then, then you'll think a little bit bigger than that. And then pretty soon you go, that a million's not very much. You know, I can see that. I just, just it don't sound, it don't sound like much. All of those things were created for the body of Christ and they're created for the kingdom. They weren't created for drug dealers and casino operators. They weren't created for Donald Trump, folks. Hallelujah. He's actually just working for the kingdom right now. He's that guy in James chapter 5 that's laying up treasure for the last days. Hallelujah. He works for the kingdom and he doesn't even know it. Hallelujah. Uh, this, did you notice in here that it does not say to speak to God about the problem? It doesn't say, talk to God about the mountain. No, it didn't ever say that. It said, you have to talk to your mountain. You have to talk to your mountain. You've got to be talking all the time. You've got to talk to your mountain. I want you to notice in this that it, it said to speak to the mountain, not to deny its existence. I think that we've kind of done that in the faith teaching, is we've kind of tried to deny something existed versus speaking to it. You know, sometimes even if you're, if you're saying I'm healed and you're not speaking to the problem, then sometimes you might just be in denial that it exists. And so we need to be speaking to the mountain. Hallelujah. We can do that, can't we? Thank you, Jesus. 2 Corinthians 4.13. 2 Corinthians 4.13. Now I've kind of waded off beyond where I wanted to. Yeah, I know. It's like I've waded off. I waded off where I'm not comfortable. I mean, you know what I'm saying now? I'm out there and I'm, in, I, I'm having to depend on God now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 4.13. It says, We having the same spirit of faith... 
According as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. We have a spirit of faith. We have a spirit of faith if we're the kind of people that believe and if we're the kind of people that speak. We believe and we speak. Or we believe and we act. Then we have a spirit of faith about us. Hallelujah. And God jumps over a million to get to the one person in faith. Hallelujah. Pastor, come preach some more. Come preach. Let's tag team. Hallelujah. Come on up here now. Hallelujah. Help me, help me, help me. I just found a stopping spot. Yes, I did. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Well, let's pray about where we're going to go from here. Thank you, Jesus. Now, because I went past where I could go back to preaching on intercession, see. I'm already too far out there. I can't get back to the bank of the river. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because uh, faith is an act. Let's say it together. Faith is an act. It, you know, there's a lot to believing, and there's a lot that you've got to get to believing. You, you know, we're just now getting into believing. We're not mm -hmm. talking about accepting. Accepting, yeah, we're accepting. Yeah, Jesus is my healer. We're accepting that. But believing it could be different than accepting yeah. it. Having knowledge, having information. Mm -hmm. But so we started sewing for our paid-for house. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, we made a house payment for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Now we wanted to pay off their house. But it was a big boy, so we, we didn't do it. We just made their payment. One month. We made one month's payment. And then, uh, and then we turned and did that again for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I, it was gone. You know, it's gone forever. And we're, we're telling them, we don't want anything from you. This is for us. We're sowing. And so what that does is it builds expectation in you. Yeah. All of a sudden, you've put something out there. There's a deficit in your life. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more important to a seed sower. Mm hmm than seed. Mm -hmm. A seed sower is, is, is lame without a seed. And so the Bible says God gives seed to the sower. Mm -hmm. He'll always supply the sower. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have a seed. And I've seen people, even in this congregation and certainly other places, that you receive an offering and they just sit there. And you know what they're thinking. You know what? They're not thinking, I hate God. I don't want to be here. I'm against this thing. They're thinking, I don't have a seed. But a sower... Mm -hmm always has a seed. You know, you give somebody, you put somebody's baby under a car and put the mama 20 yards off and says, you know, that bad things are fixing to happen. She can't lift 30 pounds in the laundry room, but she can get that car moving if her baby's underneath there. See, we all do what, mm -hmm. what we believe we can do. Mm -hmm. So you got to say, well, I'm, so, I'm going to sow for me. I'm going to believe me for a house or whatever. My pay, house to be paid for. Mm -hmm. Faith is an act. Yeah. So you got so these things don't come off the top of your head. Now that's another thing, is we've been thinking, looking at these things just off the top of our head. Well, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. You got to meditate these things. When we ran this morning, when we ran last Sunday, like she said, we're not trying to be a running church, mm -hmm. but these things are meditated at, at home and going down the road. You, you don't just, come, you know, and they and when the opportunity, when the window opens, when the door opens, you know it's you. Mm -hmm. You've already seen yourself. You may not have seen yourself running on this morning, but you've already seen yourself. You've already believed you received when you prayed. Mm -hmm. And so you're looking. Say, I'm looking. I'm looking. You're looking for the door for that to happen because you've already received it. Mm -hmm. You already spoke to the mountain, and you're telling the mountain, buddy, you have to move. 
I consider you gone because I have spoken to you scripturally in the name of Jesus and I have authority over you. So that's out of the way. You're moving on that. Now you're just looking for the window because faith is an act. Mm -hmm. So when I come to church, we didn't get to any of this this morning, but when I come to church, I'm looking for a door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, as the minister, you know, it'd be easier for me to create the door than maybe you. But on the other hand, when the door's created, we got to say, that's me. I'm, I'm looking for anything. And it may not be, well, I wasn't looking for running. I was looking more like for somebody to walk up to me and give $1,000. Right. Well, yeah, but the door may be for you to get that, may be to take a lap. Mm -hmm. Well, what's that got to do with it? It opens you up to expectation. All of a sudden, you're going, yeah. I'm satisfied inside that I have that. It's mine. Mm -hmm. Then somebody just comes up and gives you a Pentecostal handshake or whatever, and it's a check for a thousand dollars, and you don't even, you know, you don't even go wild-eyed because you're going, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, accepting things like a lot of people have the mentality of, well, if God wanted me to give wanted to give me a better house, I would accept it. Well, that's great. But you're never going to get a better house just accepting the blessings of God. You have to press for them. You have to get in there. you got, you got to get over in the realm where you start creating. And, and you know, if you don't want a better house, that's fine. Yeah. Well, but, hey, whatever it is you want, maybe it's a bass boat. You know, but you can't have the, you, you can't have, well, I would accept one if God gave it to me. Well, of course, but the yeah. world's that smart. You know, and also getting over into thinking about, well, I'm going to win it off of, I'm going to win it off of a contest. And then sell it. You know, I, and you know, I'm not saying don't register for contests. Sometimes I do that. You know, if it just pops in front of me, I'll register for a contest. And I don't, but I don't, but God, here, let me tell you something. God doesn't rig contests. That's right. You know what? It, did y'all know it's against the law to rig a contest? And God doesn't break the law to fix it. You know, that's against the law to, for HGTV to rig the, the contest. We're going to give the dream home. You know, they had a dream home in Tyler, Texas. Hallelujah. Now, I registered for it because I thought, you know, if just, you know, because I look at it like my faith is drawing everything in the world to me. I'm just like a magnet and stuff's just being drawn to me. But I'm not expecting God to rig the contest. But I figure I got just the same chances of anybody else that registered online. Don't y'all? Hallelujah. So I was registering for the dream home in Tyler, Texas, and I was going to sell that buzzard so quick their head would swim, you know, because I didn't want anything Tyler, in Tyler, Texas. Texas. But anyway, uh, everybody, so there's people in here know because no, they registered for it too. Hallelujah. But there's no way that God was going to, you know, God, people all over the nation prayed and asked God to give them that home. And so who's he going to answer? God doesn't say no to me and yes to you. The promises of God in him are yea and amen. And I know he couldn't rig it because Colin was registering for it too. And, you know, and it was like, okay, who's he going to give it to, mom or son? You know, well, you know, no, God didn't get, but, but Colin had as good a chance as, as the people that won it that live up somewhere. And I think they actually moved to Texas just to live in it. But anyway, God, they had a good a chance. As we, have a, we have the same odds, is what I'm saying. And there's not anything wrong with that if you're not putting your faith in it. If you're putting your, but get your faith on it. Get your faith on it based on the Word of God. Find Deuteronomy where it says you'll build goodly houses. Hallelujah. Put it in. 
and put it in. You got to put it in. You got to mm-hmm. put that scripture. If you're wanting a house, you got to put it in. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, "Well, I agree," or "I assent mm-hmm. to that," or mm-hmm. "Yeah, that'd be good." It'd be good. God's good, mm-hmm. and I'm good, and He'd mm-hmm. do a good. You got to pull it through. Jesus talked about that it's harder for a rich man to go into the kingdom than it is for what? For he said a camel, but actually that's a mistranslation. Uh, the word there is actually a rope to go through the eye of a needle. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, Lord? That naturally speaking, these things aren't moving in us. It's, there's, a, there's a great resistance to it. So to pull it out. So the tornado's coming over the hill, and based on the trajectory of the air and the low mm-hmm. pressure and all that, it's coming straight for you. To move that is not just because, Lord, you know I'm a Christian and I'll serve you and I'm in the nursery this Sunday. Mm-hmm. They'll need me, so you know, don't let it blow me away. has no effect on the tornado. You have to alter the course of that tornado, an entity. Every knee shall bow. You have to speak to it. Well, you have to speak to things, and the only way you can speak with conviction, words, faith-filled words, words that come from a force, the force of, the, of faith that's inside of you, filling your words so that, so that like an arrow that takes a, 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 a head into a target, mm-hmm. the, the arrow takes that head there and, and causes the, the, the benefit. You have to speak to this house. You've got to say, I have a house. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. We have, y'all, you will hear us. You will see, know the day when we have a paid-for house in the natural realm. It will happen in your hearing and in your lifetime and in your, you will see it. it will, you, we'll, mm-hmm. We are manifesting that thing. But it won't because we're casual. Mm-hmm. We're on it. Yeah. It's important. Now, not everything's important, but that is important to us for who we are and what we're doing. That's just our desire. That's what God God's... puts the desire there. Yep. Amen. God puts the desire there, and it's our desire. And uh, don't lean to your own understanding. Don't try to figure out how God could do it. Or I don't know how I could even have a house. Well, don't lean on your understanding. Don't ask, how could I have a house? Let God figure out how. All we do is believe. All we do is whatsoever things we desire when we pray, we believe that we receive them. That's it. So you don't try to figure it out. You don't try to say, well, I don't know how I could do it, and I don't know how I could work a deal. And, you know, because it, all you do is believe. Because we left Texas, and we didn't own a house there because it was a parsonage. So when we moved out, we didn't get any money. Because it was theirs to sell, not ours. And they sold, it sold the first day we put the sign in the yard. But we didn't get the money. The church got the money. And so we had, were leaving, and we had $3,000 in our pocket. And we had, that's all the money in the world we had. All the money in the world. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about, no, we got a CD somewhere. I'm talking about, or some stock somewhere. All the money in the world that we had was $3,000, and we'd put about 1500 on a credit card to pay for the uh, uh, U-Haul. U-Haul. And and we had a 800, near, I, I don't know, was it 800 or 600? Something, six or $800 a month car payment. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was. Six, 600 and something. 600 and something dollar a month car payment. Had no job and no money but $3,000. And we're going to Trustful, uh, we're going to Birmingham, not Trustful at that time, and we are believing God for a house. Well, my Lord, if you was to look at that in the natural, you couldn't even rent an apartment. Nobody wants to rent an apartment with, for you when you don't have a job. And you know, now my credit rating was good. That was one thing. We had a good credit rating. 
Hallelujah. So that was the only thing we had going for us. But we're believing God for a house. And you know what? We got it. How? Don't know. First mortgage, the realtors just hated us because the realtor... You know, we, we picked out the house. Okay, this is the one. And so we, we had $1,000, so we put a $1,000, you know, deposit, whatever they call that, escrow or whatever. We put that down. It's like she went to get us financed, and it didn't, it was like, what? These people don't have a job. So she's like, oh, no, oh, no, I've got myself into one. But we just keep going. We just keep trucking. We just keep believing. Hallelujah. And so God give us a house. We got a house. Now how are we going to pay for it? Don't know. Not going to try to think about that. Going to stay in faith. Yes. Not trying to be foolish. Not trying, I'm not telling you go out there and buy a house you can't afford that's more than your salary or something. I'm talking about don't try to figure out everything with your mind. And especially when God's put you on a mission. And God's put a desire in your heart for a house well, or a car or a paid-for house. Maybe it's the house you live in. You know, now I'm not wanting a better house. I'm just wanting this one completely paid for. That's my desire now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So whatever it is, not going to lean to our own understanding. Not going to try to figure it out. Amen. Okay, well, I'm, this is so fun. But... Uh, <laughs> This is how it's supposed to work. Let me just say this, and then maybe I'll be through. We we got a we've been we've started wrong. The way the Bible teaches us that we're supposed to go is that our fathers are supposed to be wealthy men in Christ Jesus. Yeah, they've believed God, and they're supposed to be wealthy, and so that when you get married, father yeah. comes, father and mother comes, and says, "Here's a home that mother and I want to give you." Yeah. And uh, it's paid for, mm -hmm. and uh, the, you're the vice president down at our business, and we want you to take over. And me and mom are going to go to the mountains for a while, and then we'll come back and whatever. And you're just set. Then you have babies, and then when they grow up, they, you've been teaching them. This is the, we are a covenant people. This is who. This is our God, our supplier. You don't go crazy and just go blow it and go develop a, a trust in the stock market and and start getting carnal. But you stay on track. The Bible says of Abraham, God trusted him because he knew he would command his children after him. Mm -hmm. The covenant had to go forward. And so we didn't have that advantage. My parents did not have that, that we're God people. We've got ours from God. They had it. We got it from the military. And we're going to make it in farming. And that's, that's, we, I was raised in poverty. Not that we had, I was raised out of the secondhand store. Because every time we had a good crop back at the, farm that dad was buying we drilled water wells and we had a bad crop we tightened our belt so we never had anything so for me to establish my children I didn't have a legacy to give them materially but I should have it should have been given to me so I'm having to make up two generations are y'all here this evening yes I'm having with my faith to make up what my folks did not do which they didn't have done to them. I'm not blaming them. It didn't happen for them, so they didn't give it to me. But I now know. And so I'm building a legacy as fast as I can because I have grandchildren. And should the Lord tarry, the Bible says that, that you should be a blessing to your children's children. And I am, I, we, are, we have to have a paid-for house so that we can give someone a house. You Amen. see how this works? It's not just like, well, man, I wish I could get me a house. It's not about us. 
It's about sending forth something in the earth that speaks of the covenant of God yes, and hallelujah. is a demonstration of it, not just words. Mm -hmm. We have no power with the community, the believers, the world, until we can back it up. Until we didn't, you know, we didn't come out of the drug trade or out of the car business. We got it in God. And so um, we're having to make up two generations, but we can do it. Amen. We can. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Your thank turn. You. Hallelujah. Well, I think down. I'm through. Hallelujah. Wow. We've done this so different tonight. I feel like and saying. This morning. You know, I feel like saying, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> I really feel like, does anybody have a faith question that they'd like to ask? Hallelujah. So if you have a faith question, raise your hand and we'll answer the question. I know that's that sounds different, but that's that's what I feel like doing. Well, amen. Amen. Okay. Melissa has a faith question. Yes. Amen. And that is true. That is so true. Praise God. That I've had is true. That natural thing, and it's painless, mm -hmm. and you've got to make all of them. Yeah. And I've had that Holy Ghost thing, and mm -hmm. it's just it's so cool. If you take the time to pray, and you take the time to be led of the Spirit, and you, you make sure you're being led of the Spirit. You don't. You're not jumping out there just letting your flesh get what it wants, because your flesh will try to go get a house on its own. Hallelujah. And sometimes you can even make it happen. Now, we were in such a place that we couldn't have made it happen in the flesh. It had to be God. But, uh, but sometimes you can make something happen in the flesh. But if you'll take the time to pray and be led of the Spirit before you buy cars, before you buy houses, I'll tell you, you may make a payment. It'll be the easiest thing you ever did in your whole life because you're in faith about it. You're in faith about it. You know, I heard a story about an airplane, a, a pilot, an airplane pilot, and, and I hope I can get this out to you, and we'll close, I hope, with this. But anyway, he, he took off in his plane, and the, the, the person at the control tower came over at the control tower and said, you're cleared for 10,000 feet, and he went up to 10,000 feet. And then the control tower came on and said, you're cleared for 20,000 feet. So he went up to 20,000 feet. And then the control tower came on and said, you're cleared for 40,000 feet. And he went up to 40,000 feet. And, you know, and, and so this person that was telling this said, you know, in the spirit and with the things of God, you got to make sure you're cleared for what you're believing for. Hallelujah. you got to make sure your faith is there. Do you know how to, here's how you tell. Now here's how you tell if you're cleared for it. In other words, if you're cleared for to buy a house, if you're cleared to make payments on a house, or if you're cleared for, um, uh, to, 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 to say, I'm not, I'm not going to buy a house. I'm just going to believe God to give me one. If you're, here's how to know if you're cleared for it. You're cleared for it. And you can't go to 40,000 feet till you've gone to 10,000 feet. Come on and you can't go to some, but the way to know if you're cleared for it is, do you have a spirit of faith about it? If you have a spirit of faith about it, then you're cleared for it. But if you're not in faith about it and you're negative about it and you're, and you're, not, um, you, you're not believing and saying and happy, happy about it, if you're worried about it and anxious about it, all of those things that are not faith, then you're not cleared for it. And maybe you need to back down to 20,000 feet. Amen? Because it took me, you know, I, when I was a little Baptist girl and didn't know even to do any of this, I believed God to get out of a mobile home into a house. 
I was motivated because a hailstorm had just beat the thunder out of our mobile home and a tornado or something had come through and I was petrified from that day forward not anymore I'm delivered but then I let a spirit of fear in I was petrified so my faith got a high motivation to believe my way out and I believed for a house in Seagraves Texas my payment was our payment was $122 a month $122 yeah it was three bedroom brick house I mean that was the good old days folks no (laughs) hallelujah but you know it was about 12, 1,300 feet. It wasn't real big, but three-bedroom brick house, two baths. Hallelujah. It was, uh, but anyway, $122 a month. Well, when we were going to go into the ministry and move to Seminole, uh, we, we, we knew we were supposed to move to Seminole. We knew we were going to be the pastors of the church. We put our house on the market, and we went into contract on a house in Seminole that the house payment was going to be $742 a month. Well, that was quite a jump. But guess what? We had a spirit of faith about it. So you're cleared for 20 you're cleared when you've got a spirit of faith about it. And sometimes we're trying to we're trying to soar with the eagles when we hadn't run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So if you're at 10,000 feet, praise God. You're in faith. You got a spirit of faith, gl- glory to God, you're rolling. Find out from the Holy Ghost when you're cleared from tw- for 20,000 feet. Find out when you're cleared. And because Melissa's right, if you get it in the flesh, you will pay for it in the flesh. And you'll be like me and I have been before where we bought things in the flesh. Maybe put something on our credit card in the flesh or finance something in the flesh. Now, there's been times we finance things in the, in the spirit. Absolutely. Easiest thing we ever did to pay it off, to pay for it. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm all for all being, I'm all for no debt. But you go there by faith and you go there step by step. Hallelujah. We wouldn't be in this building right now if we didn't have a spirit of faith that we can make a payment on this building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad we're not down in some rickety old storefront somewhere, you know, making a payment that's as big as this payment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you find out what you're cleared for, what you have a spirit of faith about, what God's in, what God's blessing, and then you just jump in and run, and it's the easiest thing you ever did in your whole life. Praise God. Praise God. Well, and your faith can make that payment. If it's faith making the payment, you can make this payment uh-huh. as easy as you could the old rickety thing, and it's the same amount comes in to make the payment. Uh-huh. Just enough comes in to make the payment, you mm-hmm. might as well be in good mm-hmm. if just enough's coming in to make the payment. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm going to finish with this. Pastor West uh, leased a house here in, yeah. in town. Mm-hmm. Leased a house. It's down there on South 69. Wanted up here, but it didn't turn and uh so i asked him i said would you this is the house he's got four kids y'all <laughs> hallelujah yeah. and, and they all gonna have girlfriends and boyfriends whatever but he needed quite a space so i asked him i said is this the house you would have picked out he said no but it's the house god picked out that's that's a big and i'm telling you faith. we've driven cars and we've lived in houses and we've had churches that we didn't pick out but we took our hands off of it and let the lord pick it out and it's the best he could do. And when I say that, I mean, we, didn't, we weren't impressed by it, but we did it. But then it turned out to be the biggest blessing. Amen. <laughs> Usually. Amen. <laughs> it did, except when we got in the flesh. Yeah. And then I didn't finish my story. You do something in the flesh, and you'll be on your face begging God to pay that thing off. 
I guarantee you it'll be like pulling teeth to find the payment every month. But when you do it in the Spirit, hallelujah. Now, like, no doubt, God's highest and best, God's highest and best is no debt whatsoever. But God is not against debt. God, debt is not sin. Let me tell you something. Debt is it's not the best for the believer. It's not his ultimate plan for us. But debt is not sin. If it was sin, God wouldn't have said, you will lend to many nations. Because we would be making other people sin by loaning to them. You will lend to many nations and not borrow. Hallelujah, that's his promise. And that's what we need to be believing for. And that's what we need to go towards. Amen. Amen. And that's what we need to, uh, hallelujah, be using our faith for because it is God's highest and best. Hallelujah. But it's just like if you can't have if you if you're not if your faith's not there for divine life where symptoms never come on you, well hallelujah, let's don't just throw divine health, I mean divine health out or divine healing out. Because we can always back up and have at least divine healing. And then we can have divine health where, where the symptoms can't stay on us. Divine life is where symptoms never even come. Hallelujah. That's God's highest and best for the believer, and it's available to us. And we're all pressing into that, and we're all going there. So God's highest and best is no debt. I just want to make that clear because I didn't want anybody to think we're saying go out and finance stuff. No, we're saying be led by the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit. If he, if you got a check in your heart, don't do it. Don't let your flesh say it wants a, a, a red Corvette and, and dictate that to you. Hallelujah. 